Welcome back to another episode of the Rankable Podcast. I'm your host, Garrett Sussman of iPoll Rank. And gosh, I'm so excited. This week, we're talking about super topical, like the, the analytics apocalypse, if you will, coming up. But I am joined by none other than Jess Joyce. Jess is freaking awesome. SEO consultant, awesome personality on Twitter and LinkedIn, always sharing from our community, always giving great tips and her perspectives. She's a internet resident, if you will, previous web developer, web developer, I can't even talk today, loves technical SEO, you know, back in the day from GeoCities all the way to Webflow, everything in between, loves her 90s music, optimizing the web as a freelance SEO consultant, and she mostly works with tech and SaaS companies. And we are going to talk all about GA4. Thanks for joining me today, Jess. How are you doing? Oh, thanks. Thanks, Gary. What a wonderful intro. Oh my gosh. So heartwarming. I feel like I need to match your energy. So I'm pumped to be here. Thank you. And I love well, this podcast. You've had some of my favorites on here, like Brian Dean and Christina and Tori and Amanda and Miriam. And you had the SEO news ladies. Shelby. Yes. I love yes. them. <laughs> you know, I mean, that, that's why, that's why like I had to have a, you on because we've engaged back and forth. You're in this like great Twitter community. I know like, did you, did you go to a WTS Fest where have you engaged with it, with any of the women who are, who are doing some amazing SEO these days? Uh, outside of WTS Fest. Yeah. Cause the, so far they've only done them in the UK. Um, right. and I'm all in Canada raising the Canadian flags. Yeah. So um, I have a ticket for hopefully in September for Philly. Yeah. That's <laughs> I can't super exciting. Yeah. I, I still, you know, I transparently, this is, this is an embarrassing confession. I haven't done a major SEO conference <gasps> yet because of pandemic three years right, and yeah. it hasn't come up. And I want to like be able to spend time in person. Like what's your, what's your totally random, what's your favorite experience? Experience meeting someone from the SEO community that you met on Twitter in person? Um, oh, my favorite was uh, actually Ross Simmons. I got oh, to no meet Yeah, I went to the one and only TTT Live since now they've been acquired by SEMrush, SEMrush, whatever. So now I can be like OG. I'm like the OG TTT. I went to the one in Philly a couple of years ago, just before the pandemic started. Um, and we had like all these breakout sessions um, and Ross walked right up to me and we started and had like the most genuine conversation. I will never forget his kindness. He's just the best. He seems like the nicest guy. I remember um, he's, despite being in Canada as well, he is a, I'm a football guy. He loves the Philadelphia Eagles. And I was always like, dude, we've got that. There's something with sports tribe fandom, but oh, yeah. Okay. Jess, I want to talk to in a few months, Google is sunsetting. Universal analytics. <laughs> they, you know, it's funny. We we talk about and and so they have GA4. GA4 has been out for a long time. It's way different. The whole like SEO analytics, you know, web developer communities like freaking out about it because it's it's not apples to apples in a lot of ways. Uh, but I remember like talking with Chris Seiden, you know, yeah. sometime last year who worked on it. And I was like, do you think there's any chance they're going to like delay the actual sunset? And she's like, no, you need to know your stuff now, yeah. which is kind of why we're talking about this. I mean, so first off, can you clarify for me and for, you know, our, our audience who maybe yikes, hasn't set up their GA4, what are the key differences um, between UA, Google Universal Analytics and GA4 in terms of like specifically SEO reporting? And how do you think these differences are actually going to affect our SEO strategy going forward? 
Uh, I think there's a lot to unpack there. I think (laughs) we all, um, like Krista, I I think someone was talking about a talk that Krista did and she said that you have to go through the seven stages of like grief with it. And I think that's part of what is happening right now because we were so attached to UA and it's been out for what, 12 years, I think that, that we're all just like using it as a Twitch, right? Like you can, you can go through all the, the metrics that you do on a call. If somebody's like, where do we find this? Just like, boom, 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 boom. You're there. Um, but it is a completely different mechanism, right? Like, so it's flipping it, everything on its head. I'm not sure that Google should have called it Google analytics Four since it is so different, but they did. So like, whatever, I think I'm at the point of like, we're doing this move on like how can we move on effectively and i think the way to move on effectively is to understand that it's it is a completely different mechanism it's not session based it's all event based right and they give you like a couple events out of the gate some of them are different some of them are new some of them are the same but and they give you some reporting out of the gate but it's all just minimal so the way i'm thinking about ga4 now is it's kind of like the start of the swiss army knife to be able to connect to the bottle opener or the slicer or dicer or whatever it is that you end up pulling out of it. But GA4 is like that, that holder of all of the stuff that's there. Um, unfortunately, you can't do regex goals in, in GA4 anymore. So that's a big one that I've found out recently. Um, and I don't like that. And there's no standard dashboarding setup. Hopefully they'll create like some more dashboards that they'll be able to do. Um, like GA or UA had that wonderful um, uh, dashboard, like central that you were able to like import dashboards. So you're, you're an SEO. Cool. Go in one click SEO dashboard. Fantastic. Stakeholders in, let's do this end of life, (laughs) but it's really (laughs) just going to like affect everything. Unfortunately, Um, it makes me a little sad, but um, it will be okay as well is the big thing that I want to make sure everybody understands. I saw even somebody complaining about it on Facebook this morning and mm-hmm. they were like, um, they were like, I don't want to do this. I don't want anything to do with this. And I think that's putting your energy into the wrong bucket at this point, because we're less than a hundred days out. So, yeah. um, I don't think they're going to move that date either. July 1st. No. 2023 is happening um and happy canada day to everyone out there i don't want to wake up on canada day and have my inbox flooded with people being like my analytics doesn't work anymore what are we doing so i have those conversations with every single client across the board literally set up ga4 for an e-com client this morning as well so like just set it up is is the biggest thing that i want to tell people to do even if you're we're three months out like You'll learn the differences, but you won't be able to get anything historically. So like the best time you can set it up was a year ago so that you can get that year over year data. But the second best time to set it up is today. <laughs> that, that's such a, that's a key point is like, you know, what's the past of the past? For those of you who don't understand this is like the data will be gone. You won't be able to look back at six years of data from Universal Analytics anymore. And that's why everyone's so urgently like, hey, you had to start yesterday. You can do it. The other thing I like that you called out is the Swiss Army Knife. It's almost like GA4 is almost like Looker Data Studio, where it's it's very customizable. You can really build your own reports. Do you recommend, going back to the question about SEO strategy, I found a lot of people want to just recreate UA reports in GA4. Is that how you're thinking about it? Or are you just kind of foraging like a new type of report going forward for your SEO reporting? Um, I'm kind of trying to do a marriage of both. 
depending on the client, because there are some clients who are like, listen, I've been looking at the same dashboard for X amount of years. So you have to understand their expectations of what's going to be in there. Um, but since you're not able to move any actual data about your GA from UA to GA4, like why not start anew? I feel like this is our time to be like, this is our fresh slate. Let's start with something new. Let's make a new dashboard instead of being like, I'm old, I'm going to double down. Um, and to use the Simpsons meme like of Seymour being like, am I out of touch? No, it's the children who are wrong. <laughs> They're not wrong. Right. <laughs> this, this, this is happening. So um, I try to like start a new dashboard because it is new metrics and it is new events. So um, you're not going to be able to pull anything from behind. Let's just forge a new path, unfortunately. So, I mean, the other part of that is now the migration. So if you haven't and you're setting up your GA4 instance, you know, how can we ensure that it's properly migrated? I, I saw a lot of people kind of freaking out, Sky's Fallen, when Google basically said, we're automatically going to migrate your information yeah. if you hadn't done that. Is that problematic? Why or why not? How are you thinking about like the best migration starting now? I uh, I think Google's doing that for a lot of the SMB clients who are out there because mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I feel like that's the fracture in what we're doing in here is unfortunately Google is dropping out the SMB clients because they, you know, they're not, they, they don't need them. They don't care. They don't know. Well, I mean, there's yeah. some that care, but. They, yeah, but like not everybody's going to have they're more aiming it to the people like us, right? Like that are, that know a little bit about data, that know a little bit about analytics and that can set up this stuff. Um, in order to make sure that everything is migrated properly, I, I've been telling clients to turn off that auto migration just because I don't know what they're auto migrating. And I don't, I'm maybe more of a control freak and maybe that's my anxiety coming up. But <laughs> the ones that I have seen migrated automatically have, either half broken or they didn't move over the things that I wanted them to. So I just said, you know what, just throw everything out and we'll just migrate. Over. We'll just do new events and we'll do new conversions because you can't do those regex conversions anymore directly in GA4. Uh, you have to do that in either like uh, tag manager or above or somewhere else. So like it's kind of a new opportunity for you to either get some more time because I'm a consultant, so I can pull in some more time <laughs> or make friends with your data team or make friends with your analytics team. If you're in a big enough agency or um, uh, or get buy in from the higher ups as well to make sure that that stuff is in, um, because it's 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 not going backwards at this point. Well, that, that's a good point about the goals and conversions, which is a fundamental difference between yeah. the two that, like you're saying, is events-based and you can't use the same format, like, you know, with, with um, you know, in, in Universal Analytics, you could do, you know, if an event is triggered or if you land on an actual destination, you know, page, things like that. But now I feel like there's a lot of planning for GA4 that needs to go into it. Are you consulting your clients on like, how they need to actually go to their website and set up all of these like new events. Like how should people be thinking about it? Are there any resources that you recommend for if they're doing it themselves? 
Yeah. Um, uh, there was a wonderful resource from Jill Quick. She did like the helicopter method she had. Um, that she, but that one, I think we might be past the post on that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Um, but Dana de Tomaso, she yeah. has a fantastic guide on LinkedIn about GA4 and on advanced GA4, where she really dives into like events and things um mm -hmm. i would i would recommend going through those guides um because i've gone through her her migrating one too she has a migration guide like that you can follow videos and everything um, and she's for linkedin so yeah. like it's legit linkedin uh linkedin learning if you're paying for linkedin um and reading tech bro babble on linkedin uh, like <laughs> that stuff aside and instead watch dana's wonderful guys <laughs> um so, and and go that way instead <laughs> so if you i mean is what can we get excited about though from an seo perspective with like um uh, with ga4 like what new seo related data and metrics will we have access to and how are you thinking about in terms of like what insights can 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 you serve to optimize our seo efforts more effectively yeah, I um I've kind of uh, like I said I'm at the end of the grieving process, so as much as I can like complain, let's put our energy into being positive about this because we can't do anything else. So, um I'm excited at the fact that this is now also going to be tracking product analytics. Um I have a client who's migrated completely and using it for their product analytics and now we have to do more work on our side for the marketing analytics, which is something like we can handle now. So it's great. It's tracking everything in product and tracking everything on marketing. And now we're going to have to pull through the insights and we're going to have to use, you know, Data Studio, Looker. I'm not there yet with Looker, but I'll get yeah. there. <laughs> use Looker um, to create some beautiful dashboards for everybody and the stakeholders and make sure that that's all connected. Um, and the most exciting part I'm excited for is that you can now track that entire funnel all the way mm. back to organic. So that was something that was more difficult with UA. Um, and we had to do event-based and like conversion-based and you had to add in all these custom events and do all these other things. And like, oh, I'm adding something into the product. This is hard. <laughs> <It's>, yeah. <laughs> whereas now you can just add an event and uh, Bob's your uncle, you know, and congratulations, you'll be able to track that through your entire funnel and have that data. The client that I have that's using it for its product data, they're actually having an okay time with it. As much nice. as it was like a grumble grumble at the start, the Seymour, am, am I old? No, it's just the children. They're actually to the point of like, they're using it and it's being effective instead of um, using something that's like incredibly expensive, which is, uh, it also has value. Um, but I honestly think that it's going to have value as the program, as GA4 grows and evolves. Is there problems with GA4? Yes. I even got errors this morning when I was preparing for this lovely podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> always, always errors. Are there going to be bumps along the way? Yes. Um, but I think it's 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 going to be a better measurement model moving forward. Um, and you'll be able to track things in apps as well. Um, so if you're also have an app that's attached to your website, you can, you can track your data in your website and your product and your app and have that wonderful flow through the entire interwebs of yeah, 23. I was going to say the fun, the funnel thing is really cool. Cause that is built into these custom reports. Like they give yeah. you the ability to really easily create these funnels that said, um, 
you know, I've, I've heard a lot of people, you know, when we begrudge GA4, there is there is stuff missing like the Red Jacks and, and other aspects that hopefully once everyone's forced to use it, they'll hear like the loud voices and like fix what's what's missing going forward. But how from your perspective, how will the changes in tracking and reporting affect our ability to measure SEO performance across like different devices, platforms, channels? I know there was like there used to be issues like segmenting is different in GA4. Yeah. And stitching is difficult. How are you looking at all that? Um, I am trying to hedge everyone's expectations that it's not apples to apples is the biggest thing. Um, And then trying to understand that people have like sessions was a metric, but now they're doing session starts as an event. So that's like a completely different way of looking at the data. And, you know, in an ideal world, we would have had GA4 all set up a year ago so that you'd be able to look at your new metrics. But like, unfortunately, we're all going to hit this pass of July 1st. So um, the biggest thing is just making sure that everybody understands that this is a whole new way of tracking and things are going to look different and it's going to be okay. And we're going to make new dashboards. And and make friends with the people who know about data at this point. I was out uh, with somebody who does data engineering last night, and she will become my new BFF is really what I've learned. Um, uh, And she had the most wonderful energy of like calm, wonderful, like moving through. And I was like, you know what? I think we could all learn something from that, that she's a data engineer and she's calm. I'm going to be calm from here on out. I'm not going to start freaking out and yelling at people about GA4 being over. Because like you said, GA is going to listen to us at a certain point. Uh, The voices will get louder. And I think Krista has even shared information back to the GA team. Um, They brought back bounce rate. So like we got something. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And they don't have AMP, which I don't, I think people like, even though right? that was like controversial recently. I mean, right? like AMP, like AMP. Yeah. Well, you can make your site faster without AMP is my end of. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but this is not, this is not a whole episode about AMP. Um, <laughs> that, that said, and we were talking a little bit about this before the podcast, but like beyond GA4, it is also an opportunity. There are alternatives out there for analytics tracking. If what are you recommending to clients? Are you saying do this GA4 thing, or are you even suggesting like the Adobe Analytics of the world and these competitors? What are you thinking? Um, I think there's some people who use a little bit of both. I've found um, every once in a while I'll stumble on somebody who's using one of those privacy analytics and they've been using them for a while. So that's just an opportunity to me is to open up the conversation and have a conversation about how do you guys feel about privacy? Because that's a legit concern. Like, and I, the conspiracy theorist in me thinks that that's why GA is doing this whole thing is because there are legal battles out there and they couldn't end them and, you know, whatever. They're just like, fine, we'll make a whole new version. (laughs) It's okay, fine. Now we're GDPR compliant. Now we're PII compliant throughout the entire (laughs) web. So um, there are alternatives out there. My favorite, my personal favorite is Fathom Analytics. I think they're fantastic and they care about their users. Um, that trade-off of it being a free solution of yeah. the GA, um, you don't have to worry about with Fathom because you're paying for the solution. So you're not the product at the end of the day. You're paying for the solution. Um, they're also hopefully unveiling a GA upload, a UA upload eventually. They've been oh, talking about it. That's yeah, going to be so smart. That, 
are some of these people that we'll be able to port the data over into. Um, and you'll be able to have that historical data from UA in something else like Fathom. They have a really oh. simple dashboard and this is not a sales pitch. I just love them. Right. Well, I was going to ask like who they're for, like, are they across the board? Is it like, you know, all the way uh, like down from small business to like the complicated enterprise level, or are you, are you like just mid market? How, like who, who ideally um, is I think ideally they're they're aiming at the small businesses because of their dashboard being really simple, but the amount of traffic that they can handle is upwards of incredible amounts of traffic. They actually have a Formula One team as a client, which is like a brush off your shoulders, I think, kind of thing. So they can they can handle it. Um, And they they're doing a lot in the background to do that. Um, I I just think there's other options out there. So like if you hate GA4 and you're you're against it with everything in your in your heart and soul and privacy on the internet or you just want to complain about it there's options out there and there's people who have made options out there like that's that's the internet that we know right like there's a problem okay i'll create a company to solve it and there's companies out there that will solve that for you it's like whether you're you know you're listening to this you're an seo or a marketer if you're in digital tech digital marketing any capacity it's like you have to adapt to new tools and learn them whether it's a brand new one or ga4 i'm curious as you've been playing around with ga4 are there any new features or like functionalities that that we should be aware of that maybe could help us improve our SEO performance or reporting? Um, I think that uh, the biggest one that I'm looking forward to is the machine learning insights that they're going to start mm. bubbling up a lot more. Um, there isn't a lot yet, but um, and it's kind of error prone the moment yeah i am machine learning these days they're not google's not doing so hot with that yeah maybe they need some more ai insights in there maybe it'll connect with like chat gpt or something at some point i don't know this is just like my big brain thinking but (laughs) i'm excited that uh the more data that they get into ga4 the more machine learning insights they'll be able to pull out of that and they'll be able to be like oh you're looking at all the like sources that you're getting all this data from and you're looking at all your data sources. Oh, you've got a lot of sources from Reddit in a month. That's cool. And hopefully Mm -hmm. they start surfacing up things like that. Like you've had a spike in Reddit traffic or you've had a spike in whatever traffic. This is something that you should tell your stakeholders and it'll make our jobs a little easier. So I I mean... It's, it's, we're going to hear more and more of this over the next few months as we get closer to to July. If there was one big, aside from, as you keep saying, stay calm, everything will be okay. Is there one big takeaway for SEOs um, when it comes to GA4 from your perspective? Like what big piece of advice would you give? Um, I'd say is just install it and start playing around with it. Honestly, um, it's going to be hard for all of us. So um, it's it's okay. Um, there's big query out there if your data gets big enough that you need to put it somewhere. And apparently it's pennies on the dollar to be able to store your information up there. So it's not going to be too expensive. I have a friend who's storing nice. like gigabytes and gigabytes and gigabytes of data in BigQuery and his bill is less than $10 uh, a month. So That's huge. It, yeah. it's not bad. Um, and then if anything doesn't exist in GI4, you can pretty much create it in Data Studio or you can use GTM to have your events or whatever you need to do. Um, so that's why I think they're pushing us to make sure that the uh, the way that you're adding it is through GTM, which will be awesome, actually. And it'll yeah. help your speed score, I think. <laughs> 
engagement. <laughs> I mean, that that's cool. No, yeah. I, I, I think it's a lot of great insights. I think you've hyped us off up while keeping us like realistic, you know, because I think that's what everyone needs to understand is like the expectations. It should, I feel like it's important to stay in the middle, right? Because it's like, yeah. it's easy to over, you know, exaggerate about why it's awful. And it's, it's easy to underrate why it, you know, might actually help. But either way, here we are. Jess. Calm and GA4 on, right? Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I like, we'll start the meme, read the documentation, learn it, just, just get into it. It's fine. Okay. Jess, let's do some rapid fire rankings. Are you down? I'm down. Yeah. Okay. Let's turn on the music. We're going to, we're going to get the, we're going to get the timer going. I'm going to ask you, here we go. Get your answers ready. Rank your top three of something that you absolutely love. Okay. Uh, number one is my daughter. Uh, she's the best. I'm, I'm biased, obviously, um, but she's just the best. And my partner. They're just like the top number one three things that I could do. <laughs> uh, number two is uh, music. I can't live without music. I'm a 90s fan for life with my radio shirt. Um, <laughs> and The Simpsons in equal measure. I uh, I just uh, like I've used the Seymour meme in this already. I could probably use a hundred more easily. Um, and then a close more fourth, AI predictions. Could, yeah, if I could throw in a close fourth, it's instant ramen. I just love Ooh. instant ramen. I don't. It's just I just love it. Something nostalgic there too. I don't know from yeah. back in my college days at least. It's my soul oh. and my happiness at the same time. Instant ramen for the soul. Rank yeah. your best SEO or marketing win. Um, is the best thing that I've ever ranked for was content marketing software, which was like a big tip in my cap. Um, I was working for a content marketing software platform that had pivoted four times before, and then they wanted to rank for content marketing software. So we did it at the time. This was like seven, eight years ago though. So it wasn't as like competitive as it That's was. still, that is but still really it impressive. was uh yeah it was pretty fun honestly <laughs> okay. rank speaking of mon content well kind of content marketing software rank your top three seo tools sure uh number one is ahrefs i yeah i have my legacy plan and i will hold on to it for dear life uh, <laughs> uh number two is screaming frog is also uh like a great thing that you can slice and dice and use it throughout whatever you do i pay the seo tax yearly and i'm happy to <laughs> to keep going. And number three that I love is Keyword Insights. I think they're doing a lot of amazing stuff. Uh, Sagunthan and Andy and their whole universe are doing wonderful things. And I've seen their pipeline and I'm excited. For it. Yeah, they're, they're, they're popping out some really great features, a lot around cool topic clusters. Yeah. Um, rank your best SEO trick or tactic. Um, is the one big thing I'm doing lately is harnessing the power of your domain, um, but optimizing all of your subdomains for crawling is uh, use that search console report where you can see what Google's crawling and see which subdomains that Google's crawling and how much they're putting into what and where they're putting it. So have that domain property um, in search console and then watch where they're going. You don't need a log file if uh, if you can see where Google's crawling and how much they're putting into like a support site or some other random dev site, unfortunately, that you see. <laughs> don't <laughs> underrate your support site. So much opportunity there. That's oh, a great so tip. Much. Yeah, I totally agree. Rank what you love most about SEO. 
Um, I, I, as much as it doesn't feel like a superpower is logic. Um, a lot of SEO superpowers is logic. It's just a different way of looking at logic um, as a, from a search engine point of view, which I, I, I underestimate, honestly, quite often. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Rank uh, your best learning SEO resource. Sure, um, is from the one and only Aleda. Uh, learning SEO. She has put an incredible amount of time and effort and all deservedly so into that learning SEO. She deserves all the credit she gets. I think I saw that she hit, what, 140,000 followers this yeah. week. And I can't believe it's only that, honestly. Yeah. She is. I mean, it's nice to know the SEO community, like that, that there are that many of us out there, because sometimes it does feel small, right? It does feel very small. <laughs> yeah. Six degrees of separation, it's like two in the SEO. Three, <laughs> <laughs> which, okay, probably the most unfair question that I ask, but rank the top one to three SEOs or marketers that you most look up to or appreciate. Sure. Okay. Uh, number one, I'm going to say is Glenn, Glenn Alsop. He's a fantastic and I've followed him for like a decade. Um, detailed is fantastic and everything he puts out, I digest from top to bottom. Plus I learned after I left a company that I was competing against him. So that put a lot of context into why I was doing so badly. Mm. <laughs> Glenn, right? Like all they would have had to say is, oh, you're competing against Glenn. And I'd be like, sure. Okay. Now I understand. <laughs> Uh, Dude's an affiliate two, marketing genius. Right? So, uh, number yeah. two is Arish, the women in tech SEO uh, forefront. Um, she is fantastic. And I've realized that I need to join the mentorship program of women in tech SEO. So I'm hoping to join that for the fall. Um, nice. Help, yeah, the next generation of SEOs. And honestly, women in tech SEO is a happy place. And it's it's because of her. <laughs> um, and then number three is a little old school, but Vanessa Fox. Oh, nice. Um, she started like Search Console, right? Like she was one of the first people to work on Search Console. And I give her all the credit in the world for giving us the start of that data, right? I've read her books, uh, got her to sign them in person, and it was a big moment for me. So I think that she's fantastic and I look up to her a lot. Oh my gosh. I she was a few months ago was on the search off the record podcast and it was <gasps> such a fascinating listen. Yeah, I'll have to send you the link afterwards. Yeah, it was, a, it was a... that's amazing. I didn't even know that. She doesn't yeah. do much like in the forefront these days, which is why it's so wonderful to hear her when she does. Exactly. Okay. And then finally, rank your number one cause or charity that you want to promote. Sure. Um, it's, it's local. I'm in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. So I would like to shout out to CAMH. Um, it's the Center for uh, Mental Health in Canada. Um, nice. It doesn't get enough shout outs um, and they do wonderful work in Canada, especially with all of us coming out of a pandemic and being like outside people. How do we <laughs> talk to each other? Oh, right. This is hard. <laughs> it's um, and I, I, you know, also wanted to put up my hand and say that I have anxiety. So uh, I'm always ha happy to um, shout them out and put more wonderful knowledge into their space. I, I feel, and, and not even to diminish anxiety, there's so much to be anxious about. I, I feel you 100% these days, you know, whether it's internal or external. Jess, you're fantastic. Thank you so much for, for joining me today. You're wonderful, I mean, if, Thank if you. If people want to find you online, where, where's the best way to get in touch? 
Um, I love the Twitters, just like you, Garrett. I'm on Twitter at Jess Joyce. Um, I, I love it. I still love it. I refuse to leave it as much as it's probably bad for my mental health as well. So mm-hmm. um, I'm on LinkedIn as well, same Jess Joyce. Uh, and I, I, I'm even on Mastodon still a little bit. Um, I'm, I'm an admin of the SEO community on Mastodon, oh, nice. which is wonderful. So if people end up going there, it's, it's a nice little place. Um, and then it's, I have it's just quiet, like, but personal, right? Yeah, Mastodon. it is. And there's still some wonderful people there too. So, uh, I know Rand is, is spending a bunch more time there, so you can get insights in a different way on Mastodon if you feel necessary. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being my guest. This has been awesome. Thank you so much for having me. This is amazing. Absolutely. So my name is Garrett Sussman of iPull Rank. This has been another episode of the Rankful Podcast. We will catch you next week. Bye.